Hi guys, Coach V here. Welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope that you are ready with your journal. You've got something to write with. I've got another great topic um, that we're going to be discussing today. Um, So let's get started. So this week we're going to be talking about release to be refilled. So I know that there's oftentimes a lot of conversation on releasing things, letting things go, moving on from things. Um, And so that is so we can make space for the new things. We can't expect God to do anything new in our lives or to fill us when we're already full. Um, It's just like having a glass of water, like you can't pour anything into it until you drink from it. So God can't fill us until we're empty. Um, So this episode, we're going to talk about, you know, how did we get to a place that we don't release stuff? How do we get into a heart posture a mindset because we're constantly talking about um, how to transform the way that we think, the way that we talk, and the way that we show up. How do we get to a place that we just stop? It's just like that same glass of water. You know, we can have it sitting before us. If we don't drink from it, then it can't be filled. If it's not poured out, you know, maybe we uh, would like to have some more ice in the glass of water to cool it off some, but you have something has to be emptied out of it. How do we get to a place that we don't release? Where, where, what happens? Where does um, our thinking get off to where we allow unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, anger? All of those things start to come in and, and take such a stronghold on us. And we don't release those things, but yet we keep asking God to do new things in our lives, but yet we can't let go of old things. And we don't put the two together to understand that we have to let the old stuff go in order to experience new things. Um, And so where do we, what happens? What, what, what goes on? So I want to talk a little bit about that today. And so, you know, we always start off with some things on God just shares with me as he gives me these topics. He shares with me his perspective on the reason why. And then we go into now transforming that thought and and moving differently going forward. So these are the things that God shared with me as to why we don't release. So the first thing he shared with me is to hold on to something is more comfortable or better in our estimation than letting go of it. We've become comfortable. We've made, um, we've made that pain. We've made that hurt. We've made that disappointment. It's become a companion for us. We've made that dysfunction comfort. I call it an insecurity blanket. We talked about that, I don't know, maybe a couple of seasons ago. You know, Linus with the blanket in the Peanuts cartoons. We make this type of dysfunction our 
in our, our insecurity blanket, but we think it's a security blanket. It's what we use to justify everything, explain everything. It's the rundown as to why we don't progress in life. It's everybody else's fault. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's everybody else's fault why I'm in the place that I'm in. So here's another little nugget. There's no accountability. So therefore, it's easier to hold on to that than to let it go and have um, something new into that space, new, allow something new to come into that space. So then part two to that is that we fear the emptiness that if I let that go, what am I going to replace it with? If I let that anger go, if I let that bitterness go, if I let that resentment go, what am I going to replace it with? Mm, mm, mm. So we've been complacent in the dysfunction. We're comfortable with the familiar. The spirit of familiarity has really taken over our life. It has possessed us. We are possessed by it. We are controlled by it. Every decision that we make has been dictated by it. And so it has been that pain has become our constant companion. And we're really doing ourselves a disservice and we're doing a disservice to those that are connected to us. Those that are attached to us, those that look up to us those that we have influence with and impact with like they're this is the model for them at this point so they feel as if you're doing it and that you present to if you present a certain way to the world oh it must be working for her so then what happens is we reproduce dysfunction we reproduce anger we reproduce bitterness and resentment so then you know that seed produces after its own kind and that becomes very dangerous and very poisonous and we teach others that it's okay to hold on to the dysfunction than it is to let go of it the second thing is um it's the fear of the unknown which i guess is the fear of the emptiness those are the two things that can go together the fear of the unknown what will fill the void just like i said a minute ago who will fill the void so we're looking at the wrong source instead of looking at the source we're looking at all these other sources to fill our void we get into bad relationships um we um settle for less than god's best for us we you know overeat we don't eat we stay up late we we let social media control our lives we if we're not careful we can um, end up you know drugs and alcohol whatever it you know whatever it, it can end up being but because we fear the unknown we let the wrong things fill the void so we fear the emptiness we fear the unknown the last thing we Uh, oftentimes do is we equate releasing to weakness or giving up so we think because we forgive somebody we think because we let it go we think because we subscribe to the philosophy because this is my philosophy no response is better is the best response um 
that we think that people are going to take that for weakness. And it's actually just the opposite. It takes more strength to walk away. It takes more courage to apologize. It takes more courage to keep your mouth closed and let them think whatever they want to think and go on about your business. Because the more you engage, the more you talk about it, you're giving them power. And you're really not emptying yourself. The more you talk about it, the more you feel like you have to explain, the more you feel like you have to justify, the the more you feel like you have to be validated, the more you feel like you have to prove, then you're not really, you're filling yourself up with foolishness because you're trying to continue this narrative and this story. So you're never really empty because now you got to keep this story up and it's the story that you tell everywhere and everything that you do. Problem. Because now that's the way that you explain everything. So we feel like if I don't release it, then I don't have to um, appear weak to my spouse or to my friends or because I had a falling out with a person or a disagreement with a person that if I don't say something, then they're going to think I'm weak. So what you're saying is you really care about what they think. And my question is always, well, who are they? And what makes what they think more important than what God thinks? Because they can't fill me with peace. They can't fill me with joy. They can't fill me with love. They can't. Um, fill me with grace they can't fill me with healing they can't do those things only God can do those things so when did what they thought take precedence 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 I can't say it third time's a charm over what God thinks and what God says so I would rather be more I would rather be full on the opinions of other people than I'd rather be you know full on what God says or thinks No, we've got to screw it up. And I think that's, you know, society has got us in that type of mindset and heart posture and belief system that we just hunger and thirst for that all the time. And that is so backwards. And it has done so much damage. It has done so much mental and emotional and psychological damage to where it causes people to go into deep depressions and they become, you know, people pleasers and causes anxiety because they're so busy chasing people and their approval. So you're full of all this falsehood. Then you are the truth of God. And when you're full of the truth of God, it definitely separates It's just like the oil and the water, you know, they don't, they don't mix well. So it definitely separates and it makes a difference. But then you truly know whose side those individuals are on and whether they're faking it or if they're for real. So we have to get to a place that we have the courage and the strength to just say, hey, you know what? I don't want to continue this dysfunctional pattern. I would rather have the courage to release 
and move on from it than to keep up this story to keep up this image or this you know this this false profile that really is not it's not doing anything for anybody it's definitely not doing anything for you and it may score you a a few cool points over here with those people but really at the end of the day you're gonna keep chasing your tail for people that really don't care it's really probably more for their amusement than their edification that one is from the holy ghost and so now we are going to shift into our transformative thought for the week this is where we now just start to shift the our thought process. This is now um, the prayer, your affirmation. This is a journaling prompt. This is um, a meditation focus where God can begin to speak to you and shift your thinking. Shift your prayers, shift your focus you know, even shift what you're studying and and concentrating on because now you're focused on what is it that I need to release so that I can be filled with only him, his thoughts, his words, his precepts, all that good stuff. So here's the transformative thought for the week. I release that which never belonged to me I receive refilling from the Holy Spirit. It's very simple. It's 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 a confession. It's 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 confession and repentance. I release that which never belonged to me. I receive refilling from the Holy Spirit. Everything that you filled yourself with, all the thoughts that have caused you to feel inferior, insecure, doubt and question who you are, your purpose, um, God's plan for your life, how he has created you to um, demonstrate his glory here on the earth. We now make this declaration that anything that is not of you, God, remove it. I release it. All the doubt, all the fear, all the insecurity, all the anxiety, all the depression, all the, you know, times that people said that I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, all the times that I said to myself that I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I release it. And now I receive a refilling from the Holy Spirit that reminds me that I'm the head and not the tail, that I'm above and not beneath, that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, that I'm a child of the Most High God and He has a plan and a purpose for my life, that I was created on purpose, with purpose, for purpose, and that I will fulfill it. And I want to release everything. I am releasing everything so that You can fill me with only you. I want everything in me to be you, not the world, not what's on social media, not what I see on reality TV, not what my friends are doing, not what my coworkers are doing, not what my family members think I should be doing, but only with what you say, God. And that's a bold statement. And again, it will separate. 
but it will also remove the things out that have been poisoning you, that have been plaguing you, that have been causing you to be delayed, that have been causing you to miss blessings, that have been causing you to lose sleep at night, that have been causing you irritations and frustrations because you really weren't trusting God in the way that you should have been trusting God. You know, it was causing you to listen to people that really didn't know what was best for your life. Um, and now you will be empty to where you will be able to hear clearly and distinctly what God has for you as it pertains to that particular thing. When there's nothing in you, then he has the opportunity to put it in you. Because see, what happens, I believe, oftentimes, we fill ourselves so much with what the world says, what the world thinks that we should do. We let the world shape our thought process and our justification and our mindset. We've been so conditioned and so trained to think a certain way based on what we see on the news, based on what we see on social media, based on the conversations that we find ourselves engaged in. And we think that that is right, but that's actually wrong. And what we were thinking was actually right, but they told us that it was wrong. And so now what was wrong has now become right for me And what is right has now been told and taught and trained and indoctrinated into me that it is wrong. So I'm full of foolishness. I'm full of the wrong thing. And I'm not filled with the Holy Spirit. There's a difference right there. I hear you, Lord, being full of foolishness, which is the world instead of being filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, Jesus. When you talk, you cut up. I challenge you to evaluate that. I challenge you to say, God, show me where I'm full of the foolishness instead of being filled with your Holy Spirit. (laughs) That's transformative thought number two. I need to write that down for myself. So now we're going to just shift into our transformative truths. These are the things that we're going to use going forward. Steps that we can use to now shift the way that we think, you know, transform our mindset and our heart posture, the way we view the world, the way we view ourselves, the way we view circumstances and situations as we advance in doing kingdom work. Now, uh, you know, of course, I'm going to always back it up with some type of scripture. And I challenge you, listen, when you listen to this podcast and you hear me um, just give scripture for reference, I encourage you go to the word of God for yourself. Look up scripture for yourself that you want to stand on as you listen to this podcast. As you go to God and you ask God to release, help you to release the anger, to release the bitterness, to release the negative mindset, to release whatever it is and to, and to fill you up with him. Ask him to lead you to a scripture that you can stand on. It may not be this one in particular. It may be, but he may lead you on a different journey to your healing and your transformation in that. So absolutely seek the word for yourself. 
I'm just merely here to guide you and to give you a point of reference and an open door to go through, to dig deeper, to go higher in him. Stretch yourself out so that he can pour into you what he needs to pour into you. Amen. Amen. So we're going to look at Jeremiah 31 and 25. The Amplified Version says, For I fully satisfy the weary soul, and I replenish every languishing and sorrowful person. So he was talking um, to Jeremiah at this time. And so what a comfort in knowing that God is concerned about everything that concerns this concerns us. I'm sorry, it was Jeremiah talking because 26, he says at this, I, Jeremiah awoke and looked and my trance like sleep was sweet in the assurance it gave to me. I'm sorry. It was Jeremiah talking. I'm sorry. This is the book of Jeremiah. I'm sorry. Um, so I apologize for that. But so we, we understand that, God will fill us with exactly what we need when our souls are weary. He gives us he gives us rest. You know, the Bible tells us not to grow weary in well-doing. You know, the the Bible tells us that you know his strength is made perfect in our weakness. So as we are emptying ourselves, as we are allowing God to empty us, he's refilling us with exactly what we need to be able to handle the next thing that is coming, the next challenge, the next trial, um, the the next um, even great thing that happens to us. It's not always bad. You know, God has to prepare us to be able to handle the blessings because we don't want to get arrogant. We don't want to get lifted up in pride. We don't want to get haughty in our spirit. We don't want to forget that it was all God and start saying that it was me, that I was self-made, I'm self-sufficient, that it was me, 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 me. So, he also has to help us to be able to prepare for when the blessings come, when we have more opportunities, when we have more money, you know, when we are um, exposed to things and platforms and people, we have to stay in a place of great humility and always acknowledge that it was God that started it. It was God that kept me in it. It was God that saw me through it. And it was God that finished it. So we have to stay filled with him, even when our soul is weary, uh, when he when we're languishing, when we wake up, we know undeniably that it was God. When we wake up from our rest at night, from our sweet sleep, we know that we are walking the assurance, just like Jeremiah, that it was God. So this is how we now begin to shift after we have confessed and repented and we transform our thought. Here are the things that we do going forward. The first one is real simple, but it requires intentionality and consistency. Let God fill the void. It has to be God. We've tried things. We've tried people. We've tried relationships. We've tried, you know, this medicine And I don't have any, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, therapy and Jesus. If you need to take medicine for anxiety and depression, you do what you need to do to get yourself to the place that you need to be. 
So I'm not throwing off on that. What I'm speaking of is when we start to go into illicit drugs and try to justify why we're, you know, doing certain things. No, let God fill the void. Let him lead you. Let him guide you. Let him direct you. Trust him enough to let go. Do you trust God enough? to think the things that he thinks and to say the things that he says that's one of the first things I learned when I was in school in Bible college and it takes a heck of a lot of trust to let go and let God it becomes more than just the song that you sing it becomes your lifestyle We have to take what we sing in these songs and all that kind of stuff. And now it has to be the way we walk through our life. I can't sing it on Sunday, but I can't do it on Monday. The question you have to ask yourself is what are you willing to release? I said it a lot last year and I'll say it again. I'll probably say it all again. I'll probably say it all 2024. And my pastor says it, you know, a a different way. What God is faithful to remove, what God removes, he is faithful to replace. And oftentimes, if not all the time, he replaces it with better. He replaces it with greater. My pastor says what you what you are willing to let leave your hands determines what God can put in it put in them so you have two perspectives what you're willing to let leave your hands determines what God can put in them and what God removes from your life he replaces with better so you have those two perspectives you got to be willing to let go of something to receive something great you can't it's just like having a bunch of stuff in your hand you can't put nothing in it because stuff is gonna fall so you gotta just have empty hands empty heart empty spirit and say god you feel all of this so when we say we wanted to we want to be filled fill me up till I overflow I want to run over as the psalmist says that means you got to let it all go you can't be mad at boo boo from five years ago and expect God to fill you up because no you still feel of that even if it's in your pinky toenail you're still filled you're still full of that you're not filled with him he even wants to be in that pinky toenail The Bible tells us a little leaven. All it takes is a little leaven. It's the small foxes that spoil the vine. Don't mess it up because you're trying to hold on to a little bit of something to try to make whatever point you think it is that you're trying to make. Because that's going to be something that shifts into pride. And that's going to mess you up in the long run. Let God fill the void. Amen. The next thing. Is you got to understand that there are some places and people that you've outgrown. And so now it's time to move. I know you've grown comfortable. I know you've grown familiar. You've you've learned your way around the neighborhood. You learned your way around that city. You good. You might even know a couple of people at your favorite little store. 
you know what shift they work but sometimes it's time to move out that neighborhood sometimes it's time to move clear out of that state release the place release the people release the mindset release the bad habit the negative words you gotta release it release the anger release the disappointment release the heartbreak release the fact that you had this expectation and yet you still stood in a place of disappointment may your heart be healed right now in the name of Jesus may you let that go so that his Holy Spirit can rise up and fill you in those places that you've been seeking that validation and approval and love from human beings that have not even yet quite figured themselves out because they are trying to operate from an unhealed place. From a place that they are not whole. Thank you, Jesus. It's time for you to move into those new places. It's time for you to move into those new territories, to take advantage of those new opportunities God has all those things lined up. Let me tell you, I can speak for myself personally. If there were certain things that I did not let go of in 2023, I would not have been able to experience some of the things that I experienced, you know, in the last, I would say, five to six months of 2023 rolling into 2024 there were certain things that I said to God in 2023 that I wanted to see happen in 2024 and guess what y'all they are happening they are happening And yes, I am doing a lot of these things afraid. Yes, I am stepping out on faith. Yes, I am stepping out of the boat, hosting a conference and doing other things. But here's the thing. These are things that God promised me. These are things that God showed me. So I have to just release whatever it is that I feel, which is not facts, by the way. We talked about that last week. And trust that if God place this on my heart that means that he plans to make it manifest and come to pass all for his glory I am just merely the vessel so all I have to do is be obedient and follow his instructions to the letter and he will be glorified in all things that concern this particular thing that's all I have to be concerned with that's all I have to keep my focus on that's all I have to keep my eye on So I got to be willing to move into some strange and unusual and uncomfortable places in order to fulfill God's plan for my life. And listen, I'm doing it completely afraid, but I got to empty up the space so God can speak, so I can hear, so I can execute, so that it can have the impact that he intends for it to have. So I got to move in other places. I can't stay in the same place and expect God to do a new thing. The thing that was meant to be done has already been done in that place. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. So it's time to move. Here's the next thing. Here's the last thing. The last transformative truth. Just like you got to 
go to the gas station and refill your gas tank You got to refill yourself regularly with the word because what happens if you drive and you drive and you drive and you drive and you don't put gas in your car, what's going to happen? You going to run out of gas. You going to get stuck on the side of the road and you could run the risk of being somewhere and you don't know where you are. So by the same token, you have to keep yourself filled with God's word, filled with his Holy Spirit, filled with his instruction, praise, worship, prayer, meditation, devotionals, so that you are reminded of his promise and that you allow him to drive and direct you in your future. We make the joke, you know, with the song, Jesus, take the wheel. Are you going to really let him do that? Because here's the thing. Oh, God, you are something. When you let Jesus take the wheel, you'll never run out of gas. All your fluids are going to stay on full. Nothing won't catch you by surprise. Your high beams will go on when the high beams need to go on. You'll know what roads to travel. At what time of day or night? See, when you let Jesus do all of that, you don't have to worry about all that. You can just sit back and and just follow whatever instruction. You let him drive. Okay, pit stop. Go do this. Get in the car. Let's go. Love these analogies, God. Go to the next place. Get out. Go pray for this person. Get back in the car. Let's go. Go and encourage this person. Get back in the car. Let's go. Give this person everything that you have. But God, but I'm taking, I'm driving. Do as I say. Do you, because you said that you trust me enough to think the things that I think and to say what I say. So let's go. Get out. Do what I said. When you let him drive, you will never be on empty. When you let him drive, you'll never be on empty. So I'm encouraging you that while it's still pretty early in the year, because, you know, here we are now, this is the last Monday in the month of January. So here we are a few days uh, in, in a couple of days. We'll, we'll be through January. What changes have you made? What modifications? Are you still full or are you allowing him to fill you? What are we doing? So we need to know the difference. We need to know the difference between the two. And I think it's something that we should do on a regular basis. Check in with yourself. Hey, am I am I still full of myself? Am I still full of the world? Am I still full of 
um, the world's perceptions and thoughts or am I allowing God to fill me? Am I allowing myself to empty out so that he can fill me and pour into me what he knows that I need? Because ultimately he knows what we need. We manufacture what we think that we need. And that's how we end up in survival mode all the time instead of really thriving in life and thriving in the kingdom and thriving in the things of God. Because God never meant for us to just survive. He meant for us to thrive. And so when we are full of ourselves and of the world and what the world says, that's how we get into just this survival mode. But when we allow God to fill us, then we are thriving in the things of God. We are able to do things with pace and grace, um, even though we may get tired, even may there be may even though there may be times that we're a little frustrated. You know, we we understand that God is with us, and He's and He's continuing to fill us and get us through certain things. We've got to only we've got to understand that God is the only one that can refill us. Let him do his job. This is what he specializes in. This is what he's great at. This is what he is a subject matter expert in. Jesus has been there and done that. So therefore, let him do what he does best. Instead of you trying to figure it out and make a mess of stuff and then ask him to now go back and drive through all of this mess that you made and clean it up when we could just do it with him in the first place and understand when I say this we've all had a journey and now God is using all of our mess for the greatest messages and stories and testimonies and ministries ever created So nothing is ever wasted, but I am encouraging that at some point in time, we have to make a decision to turn from doing everything ourselves, because that's what we're so accustomed to, because that's probably nine times out of 10, what we've been taught. That's what we saw our mothers do. We saw our grandmothers do it. And we got to understand that there has to be a higher level of faith because we've made the decision to be the generational blessing. And now we're going to do things differently. I'll say this, pray, and we're out of here. I sound like we're at church, don't I? (laughs) I remember when I was going through my divorce and um, my mother said um, to me, out of genuine concern for me, because I had a lot on my plate at the time, I was working a job that was highly, highly stressful, over 40 plus hours a week, probably close to, you know, you know, 50 hours a week, I was in school, going through a great dramatic shift in life that I never expected to go through with a very young child. And she suggested one night, I think I was driving home from class and she was like, why don't you go to the doctor and just let them give you something to, you know, keep you calm. And uh, because I had dealt with depression and anxiety in the past. And I remember just saying just as clear as day to her. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let the Lord show himself mighty in this situation. And y'all, I have to tell you, at that point in my life, my relationship with Christ was not what it is today. 
but I had enough of an awareness to say that and make that declaration. And it was like, when I said that all of heaven rejoiced and God was like, you know what? That's all I needed was her words. I just needed her mouth to open. And here I go. He dispatched his angels. And I tell you, anxiety and depression was not my portion. I did not suffer from a migraine because I used to suffer from migraines previous, you know, back, you know, a long time ago. None of the things that probably should have occurred, did they did not occur. I went to work every day dressed. I was not disheveled. You know, I wasn't looking like I was, I did not look like what I was going through. And that's because I made a decision to be filled with him and not full of what everybody's opinion was of what they thought I should do. And I know my mother meant well, I, I know she did. She genuinely was concerned about me because I had a lot going on. Child, I had a lot going on. So I knew she meant well, but I, I wanted to do it a different way. I knew that it had to be done a different way because I had to demonstrate to her that it can be done differently when you go with God when you allow God to take the situation over he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ever ask or think and when I tell you he did and he still does I thank God because I can still extrapolate examples from my life and still minister to my mother who is a believer don't get me wrong she is very much so a believer but I can still use those examples of life to show her that there is a different way there's a different perspective that we can have and still walk the line of loving the Lord and loving his people but still understand that I don't have to be full of the mess I can be filled with the Holy Ghost have the same righteous on the inside of me and still have boundaries and I don't have to explain it as long as I am doing what is right and I have peace that surpasses all understanding it is going to be well in my soul and at the end of the day all that matters is that I continue to release so that he refills me That I don't fear the unknown. I don't fear emptiness. That I don't hold on to stuff because it's more comfortable than letting go of it. And that I have the courage to give it up. Knowing that that takes more strength. And a faith in God like never before. Father, we thank you that you continue to visit us every week on this podcast that you continue to download your wisdom and knowledge father thank you that you continue to trust me as the vessel to speak to your people as they continue to transform their mindset their heart posture the way that they speak the way that they show up in the world the way that they demonstrate your glory here in the earth father i ask that you touch each and every person that listens to this podcast and you give them a fresh perspective for their life that you will continue to press upon them how important it is to release in this season so that they can be refilled with your knowledge, your wisdom, your Holy Spirit. God, we need your Holy Spirit like now, now, now. We need it like never before, God. 
Father, we thank you for being faithful. We thank you for being trustworthy. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. It is these things we pray in Jesus' name. We seal this prayer with a threefold cord that shall not, is not, will not easily be broken by your word, by your blood, and by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Listen, guys, thank you for joining me this week for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope you'll join me again on next week. We will go in again with a brand new topic a brand new conversation that we will have as we continue to on this journey. Remember, we are always on this journey together. I am not so far ahead of you. I am walking right there with you. This is a daily faith walk for me. And so thank you for trusting me to walk alongside you, to keep you encouraged, to keep you inspired, um, to keep you motivated on your journey. Um, I also just want to encourage you, if you don't have a copy of the Transformative Talk with Coach the podcast journal get a copy it's on amazon get a copy so you can keep it with your podcast notes and you can have them all in one place at one time you can date them you can go back and and look at them and by the end of the year you can see your progress as to the great things that god has done in your life it's the transformative talk with coach v podcast journal available on amazon today i love you guys Keep showing up and keep doing your work. And remember, I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.